the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord. Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the Gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Philippians 4, he said, but my God, but my God shall supply all your need. Okay? My God is going to supply all your need. Not according to your budget. Not according to your paycheck. Not according to your job. Because if God was going to supply your need according to your job, it will not be good. If God is going to provide everything for you according to your fa- your, your, who your parents are, it will not be good. If God is going to supply all your need according to who, what country you live in, it will not be good. Or if God is going to supply your need according to the budget of the country that you come from. Some of you, are, that one will have been suicidal. Because you know the country you come from and their budget. Hallelujah. But the source from which God is going to use to supply your need is according to his riches, not your riches, in glory. According to his riches, in glory, through Christ Jesus. So, the thing you have to ask yourself is, how wealthy is God? Hallelujah. Because if somebody, says, if somebody says, I'm going to buy you something, you have to ask how wealthy the person is before you believe it. Hallelujah. I mean, if, if she won't say she's going to buy me a jet, a jet plane, I'll think twice. I said, hmm. But if she says she's going to buy me a, a, a burger, I know that, that that she can provide for me. According to her, her riches. Hallelujah. But one day you can buy a jet. Believe God. Believe God one day you can buy a jet. But now, according to your riches, if you say you're going to buy me a burger, I'll accept it. I'll, I'll believe it. But if you say you're going to buy me a jet plane, I'll say, hmm. Hallelujah. So this verse, is, so this, uh, to believe this verse, you must know how rich is God. Hallelujah. How rich is God. Amen. And if you want to know how rich is God, the Bible says that the silver and the gold, they are mine. Basically, the silver and the gold, they are mine. Hallelujah. A cattle of a thousand belongs to me. Hallelujah. So all that he said, that all the silver and all the gold in the world is his. And I think that should, that should put you at ease. I said that should put you at ease. When somebody says he's going to give you a name, he owns all the silver and the gold in the world. The platinum, the rich minerals, they are his. He created them. Then ask your neighbor, how much do you need? Ask your neighbor, how much do you need? 
Tell them, tell them, tell them about what is your budget? What is your budget? <laughs> Hallelujah. I beg, what is your budget? Tell the person, how much is your school fees? How much is your fees? It's, some of you is even free. May you continue to be free. I said, may you continue to be free. Hallelujah. So God can supply all your needs. Amen. And you must have faith in that, in this verse. Not, don't, have faith, don't have faith in your job. Your job cannot supply all your needs. Don't have faith in your husband. Oh, please, don't be deceived. He cannot supply all your needs. And worse still, don't have faith in your wife. If anything, she will take away your needs instead of supplying it. <laughs> Hallelujah. But my God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed? That is why, you see, this is where Jehovah Jireh comes from. The Lord, my provider. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Did you come with your book, Lycos? Did you come with your book, Lycos? Take your book. Everybody, bring, take your book. Make sure you have your book because that's what we are doing in 5 to 7. We are studying Lycos. The layman. The untrained. The unskilled. The unpaid. The volunteer. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. That's what we are studying. Hallelujah. And I like the arrangement of this church. So everybody can hear me clearly. So please take your seat. Take your book. And let us hear the word of God. Hallelujah. Today I'm going to talk to you for this. Uh, reasons why God operates. Reasons why God operates through lay people. Hallelujah. Reasons why God uses lay people. Amen. Okay. And I tell you, like, reasons why God, you see, in a sense, let me put it in the right, in a sense, the lay ministry is more like a one-talent ministry. Hallelujah. What do I mean by one-talent? The Bible said that a man was going on a far journey, and he gave his servants talents. To some he gave five. To some he gave two. To some he gave one, according to their several abilities. The lay ministry is a one-talent ministry for the simple reason that you cannot compare somebody who works 24-7 in a church to somebody who works only on weekends and, and Sundays. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? A full-timer works 24-7 for the church. But lay pastors like me and you and lay shepherds like you, we'll do other things. Monday to Friday, we are at another job. And then on, on weeknights and weekends, we come here. So our contribution or our effort is not the same as somebody who is doing the whole thing full time. Hallelujah. So in a way, it is what is described as a one-talent ministry. Amen. But if you are God, the Bible says, if you are God, and your vision is to reach the whole world. If your aim is to save the whole world, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. If you want to reach the whole world, then you need all hands on deck. I said, then you need what? 
All so every little help that you get, you use. Amen. If I have a vision of cleaning up this place, then I will need all of you. But if my vision is only to clean up only the stage, then maybe I will need this session. Hallelujah. So there's a reason why God used untrained people, lay people, people who have not been certified as full-time preachers to still do their work. And the fact that it is a one-talent ministry does not mean that God does not regard it. Are you hearing me? As are you hearing me? Yeah. God has utmost respect for it. And that's why God uses it. Amen. Not, so, today, the reasons, yeah. Because, you see, it's in, um, let me show you this verse. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. If you are there. He said that, Paul is saying that, for I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to, but to think soberly. You see? Don't think highly. Some of you think too much of yourself. You are full of yourself. You are too full of yourself. Don't think too highly of yourself. You see, when you see, the Bible says that pride goeth before a fall. When you see pride coming, right behind pride is Mr. Four. If you see Mr. Pride coming, right behind him is Mr. Four. Hallelujah. That is why it is even not good to criticize people. When somebody does something wrong, be careful not to criticize because every time you criticize, you are saying that you are better than the person. And usually, the thing that you criticize, the same thing happen to you. So be careful not to criticize. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is why sometimes I find politicians very funny. I mean, politicians, I find them very funny. They are all criticizing about womanizing, groping women, but they are all the same. It's like, who is talking? You just have to turn the camera on another person and you see that they are all the same. Hallelujah. But the Bible says that not to have yourself. So, but according as God has dealt to every man a measure. You see, if faith, okay, if faith is like this bowl, if, if, faith, if faith is like a bowl, God gives everybody a measure of it. Hallelujah. So somebody may have two cups. Somebody may have four cups. The only person that the Bible says he was given faith without measure is Jesus Christ. He, the Bible says, of his fullness have we all received something. But all of us, we have a certain measure. Some have one measure. Some have two measures. Some have three measures. So, so you will see that we have different abilities. But God does not judge you according to the measure he gave to you. He judges us according to how faithful you were. Hallelujah. The judgment is not based on what you did, but whether you were faithful with your abilities. So if God gave you 100 and you did 60, you haven't done well. But if God gave you 10 and you did 10, 
Even though it's less than 60, you have done well. Do you understand? So the judgment is based on faithfulness, not the measure. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Good. So, that is why God uses lay. Because, and he, and he respects it. Because he gave everybody a measure. And all that you are asked to do is use your measure well. Amen. In Romans chapter 12, verse 4. Let's go to verse 4. The, the next verse. It says that for us, we have many members in one body. All, uh, say, uh, for us, we have many members in one body. And all members have not the same office. The office is not the same. The office varies. Hallelujah. So all that God is asking you to do is that whatever office he has given to you, be faithful. I said, whatever office he has given to you, be what? I said, what office has given me what? I said, what office has given me what? Yeah, be faithful. Hallelujah. Because he has given everybody uh, not the same office. We operate at different offices. My office is to preach. Your office is to sing. Your office is to usher. Your, somebody, some, some of you, your office is just to give. Just give money to God. That's your office. That's why God has made you rich. Or God is going to make you rich. Or God is going to make you rich so that your office will be to give. Only that most people, when God made them rich, they, they keep the money in their pocket. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Are you getting blessed this morning? You see why God uses lay people? And then, another reason is, you know, you see, we all don't, we don't have, we all don't have the same ability. Romans chapter 25. Romans 25. Verse 14. Ability. Ability. Romans 25. Quickly, my dear. 25, 14. Ability. Sorry, Matthew. What am I thinking? I'm sorry, Karen. Matthew 25. Because I, I was quoting ability. You see, we have different abilities. The Bible said that for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Verse 15. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability. And straight away, you see, so he looks at you and give your ability, then he gives it to you. Because we don't have the same ability. Our talents vary. Our abilities vary. Like, if we, even when it comes to, some, when it comes to even eating, some have more ability than others. I mean, some people have the ability to eat. They have the ability so the same food, you cannot finish it, but some people can finish it. And sometimes when you look at the person, say, this tiny thing. Because they have the ability. The ability to consume. 
Hallelujah. Different abilities. Some have the ability to talk. They can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. All day long. They can chat. It's an office. You can leave them there. They can talk from morning till evening. It's an office. Some of some two, 20 minutes, you are tired of talking. Some have the ability to sleep. It's an ability. It's an office. They have a, the, of, the, office, the office of sleeping. There are levels of sleeping. I mean, even the way they sleep. They will just arrange themselves, the comfort, the sun can come through. I mean, ability, to, you can knock and knock and knock, they will hear you. I mean, there's, there's some, people, some people are light sleepers. When they sleep and you, you knock, immediately they wake up. Not you. <laughs> some people do, if they sleep, they are, they are like the dead. You don't know whether they are dead or they are asleep. They have the ability to sleep. I mean, like, for me, like, even my, my, my wife is a light sleeper. When my wife sleeps and you even pass through the, this thing, she will wake up. But I have the, I have the other gifts. <laughs> One day we went on vacation in Maryland. I think we went on vacation in Maryland. And they, all, they said we were going out. And I said, I'm tired, I'm sleeping. So, when they, so I didn't go. So I, I stayed in the room and then they went. I don't know how long they were. When they came back, they said they called, they rang, they knocked the door. At the point, they were wondering whether I was alive or dead. They had to go and call the receptionist to come and use another. <laughs> it's an ability. Hey, hallelujah. According to his ability, amen. And the, the reason why, you see, some have the ability to be in ministry full-time. Okay, so it's an ability. Some have the ability to be in ministry 24-7. It's an ability. Some also don't have that ability. Their ability is to work for God Sundays and weekends. Hallelujah. Because God gives everybody according to their ability. Hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. Yeah, the ability. So, it is also, I'm saying, I'm saying why God uses lay people. So, if God has not given somebody the ability to be in full time, it is dangerous to push that person into full time. Because that, the person doesn't have that ability. Hallelujah. If, if somebody doesn't have the ability and you fall, or if you don't have the ability, you see, if you don't have the ability to be in the ministry full time, and you force yourself into there, it's a problem. Because that's why they become complainers, members, they do bad things because they don't have the ability. Because the ability to be in ministry full-time includes the fact that you can stay in the room by yourself, pray and meditate. By yourself. So, so if you don't have that ability, don't go there. That is why, you see, so some people force themselves to, into it. And all that they do is they sleep and watch television. 
some, some people they see their full time, but all they are sleeping and watching TV. They are rather full time TV watchers than full time. Because you see, an, an, an ability. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, you see, that is why you should take people like Bishop Dagger. You are different. Bishop Dagger can stay in his room all by himself, praying and waiting on God. And you can see the fruits. But the ones that watch TV all the time, you can also see their fruits. So it's an ability. So if you don't have that ability, don't, don't force yourself into it. Hallelujah. Just God has just given you a certain ability. Look, I want you to do this for me. Just be faithful. And be honest with yourself that I don't have this ability. And, those, and, and, and rather, respect those who have that ability. I said respect those who have the ability. Amen. Are you hearing me? Are you with me? Respect those who have the ability. Because it's, it's, you see, it's, it's, it's not easy to be able to stay 24-7 and wait on the Lord. I know Bishop that Sometimes three days he doesn't come out of his room. Can you do that? You who likes to talk and chat? And text messages. And you, can you do you I'm asking you, can you even stay in your some of you can you even stay in your room for even one day? One day without coming out. What did you say? If you have food. <laughs> and what will you be doing? Huh? So, so what? Can you sleep without a phone, without TV? Uh, there's no phone, there's no TV. You can do that. One day. No phone, no TV, no internet, no text message. That's books. That, and pillow and blanket. Okay. May God give you that ability. Amen. Yeah, it's an ability. Hallelujah. So it is dangerous to force yourself into something that God has not given you the ability. Amen. But it also means that you must respect those who have that ability. Hallelujah. Yeah. You must always respect someone who, are, someone who is doing the ministry full time. You must respect him. You see, one of the people that you must... You see, ability. I'm talking about ability. Ability. For example... You see, when you don't have the ability, listen to me carefully. When you don't have the ability and you force yourself into it, that's why you make mistakes. That's why there are scandals. For example, a good example is a Catholic priest. To be a Catholic priest, you must have the ability to stay celibate. You must have the ability not to marry. The day you say you are a Catholic priest with a collar, it means from that day you are not going to touch anybody's breast again. <laughs> the day you decide, I'm preaching. I'm saying you are a Catholic priest. Why are they laughing at you? <laughs> the day you declare yourself as a priest, then you are saying by that vows that from today no breast. No kissing. That's it. It's an ability. So if you don't see, so but see the ones who don't have that ability, but have taken the collar, that's why they're having all the scandals. 
That's why so they are sleeping. I mean, there's charges against them. They are sleeping with children, pedophiles, because they don't have that ability. The reason why I am not a Catholic priest is because I don't have that ability. I don't have the ability to stay single. That is why I am not a Roman father. Are you hearing me? I'm a Pentecostal priest. I'm allowed to marry. I'm allowed to marry. I'm allowed to have sex. Because I cannot live without having sex. I don't have that ability. I beg you you're the same ministry. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. I need a wife. I said, I need a wife. Full time. Not even part time. Full time wife. Yeah. Because it's an ability. Amen. So it will be a mistake. For Reverend Joe to say that he's going to become a Roman father. I don't think he has that ability. Do you have that ability? Or Evaris, do you have that ability? <laughs> he doesn't have that ability. Is somebody hearing me? Because he gave every man. But some people have the ability. Some people do have the ability. Including some ladies. Some sisters have the ability. But not all of you sisters have the ability. When you say you are a Roman sister like Sister Teresa, you have decided not to marry. Rachel, I thought you had, a, I thought you had that ability until Everest corrupted you. <laughs> huh? I, thought, I thought you had that ability. You don't think so? <laughs> yeah. So it's an ability. Are you hearing me, church? So when God has not given you that ability, don't force yourself into it. Amen. I said amen. Hallelujah. So if God has given you the ability to be a lay preacher, respect it. And then honor those and respect those who have the ability. As for me, I, look, every time I see a Roman father, I respect him. I respect Catholic priests. Because I'm like, so this man... He's here all by himself. After he finished preaching, he goes back to the convent, drink his coffee by himself. In the night, I mean, last night, I sent a message. My, 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 my wife has traveled. She's in Denmark. Last night, the bed was cold. I said, hey! <laughs> what a shock. I never knew my bed was that cold. So I look when I see the father. He's going to stay by himself. Even, even after church, everybody's going home with their family. They are going by themselves. It's such a great sacrifice that I always respect them. I always respect them. Because I don't have that ability. Hallelujah. Are you here with me, church? It's an ability. Amen. And then finally, you see, Another reason for the lay ministry is that the Holy Spirit works through all... See, the Holy Spirit works through all ministries, no matter how diverse they are. So the fact that somebody has, uh, somebody has only lay ministry does not mean that the Holy Spirit is not working through. The Holy Spirit works through all ministries. Whether it's full-time or lay, the Holy Spirit works through it. Amen. 
First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11. First Corinthians 12, 11. Hallelujah. Are you there? First Corinthians. But if you read the previous, it's not about it, but all this wicked, but all this wicked, the one and same self spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. So no matter the ministry, whether it is late, lay ministry, full time ministry, it is still the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit works through all. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, you see, but all this work that the one and self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. So the fact that somebody is a lay preacher does not mean that the Holy Spirit does not work through it. And the fact that somebody is a full time minister does not mean the Holy Spirit, which is the major ingredient in the church, he works through all. And let me tell you, church. You can be, listen to Bishop's message that he preached last week. Okay? Servant of God. How to be a servant of God. Listen to the message. Please. You can be a servant of God, whether you are full-time or late. Amen. So the fact that you are not a full-time priest does not mean that you are not a servant of God. You can actually be a servant of God. You are a servant of God. God sees you as a servant. Every servant and the job he gives to. If I take you through the Bible, you will be surprised. The people that God called them servants. Let's start. Let's start the people. I mean, God called, I don't have time to give you everybody. He called, he said, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, my servant. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, my servant. No. No. Who is Abraham. Was Abraham a priest? Was Abraham a pastor? Preaching. Who was Abraham? Abraham was into agriculture. He was a businessman. Abraham was a tycoon. If Abraham was to be in our days, he was a rich businessman. He was like Warren Buffett. He was not a preacher. But God called him my servant. Are you hearing me, church? I said, are you hearing me, church? But Abraham was not a full-time priest. Abraham was not a priest, period. In fact, the priest of his day was Melchizedek. Go read the Bible. The one that he paid time to was Melchizedek. Abraham, whom God called my friend, my friend and my servant, he was not a pastor. Isaac was, not a, Isaac was not a pastor either. He was into farming. Jacob was into deals. Signing contracts. He was like a Wall Street worker. But God called him servant. He said, in, 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 in Joshua, he said, he called Moses my servant. God called, he said, now Moses my servant. God called Moses his servant. But who was Moses? Who was Moses? If Moses was to live in our day, who was he? Moses was the founder of a nation. He founded the nation of Israel. He moved them 
from Israel. He led them from Egypt to, to start the nation. He was a founder. He was a politician. Moses was a politician. In fact, the books that Moses wrote, the five books of Moses, is what is used in many countries. If you look at many constitutions, it's based on the writings of Moses. The five books. Go and look at the, the, the founding fathers, the books of the Constitution of America. It was based on the books of Moses. Moses was a politician. He was not a priest. The priest of his day was Aaron. Moses was a politician. Total politician. He founded a nation. So he was a founder of nation like, who was the founder of America? George Washington. So Moses is like George Washington. Kwame Nkrumah was the founder of Ghana. So Moses was like Kwame Nkrumah. Who was the uh, founder of Burkina? It wasn't Sankara, no. <laughs> huh? What's his name? Maurice Amego. Namdi Azikwe for Nigeria. Nelson Mandela for South Africa. This, Moses was a founder of a nation. He wrote laws. So, he, so if you are saying that only full-time ministers are servants, then why did God call Moses his servant? He didn't call Elijah my servant. He called Moses. That's why you have to respect the lay. It's like even though they were, they were politicians, they served God. Hallelujah. Same. He called, he called uh, another guy, he even called his servant. Uh, what's his name? Um, huh? Yes, Caleb. My servant. Another servant, uh, Job. Job. Who was Job? Read Job chapter 1, verse 1. Thank you. Job was, uh, the Bible said, there was a man in the land of Uz. Okay, Job chapter 1. But let's look at his credentials so that we can see who he was. Job chapter 1. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright and eschewed evil. Continue. And there was one in the next verse. His substance, okay, this is Job. His substance was 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels and 500 yoke of oxen and 500 she axes and a very great house so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the east. It means the whole is from China to India. He was the richest. So Job in our day was Bill Gates. He was a mogul. That's Job. He was the richest man. When they do for, Forbes list, who is who? Is who? Job was number one. He get Job. <laughs> that was Job. He was loaded. Is somebody hearing me? Yet God called him his servant. Hallelujah. I mean, I can go and give it a Daniel. Daniel was politician. He ran three governments. Hallelujah. No, some people, they are always in every government. Like the Clintons, they don't go away. Every government, they are there. I don't know the man is there or the woman is there. They are always there. That's what, that's what Daniel was. Daniel was in three regimes. Yeah. 
Nebuchadnezzar, he was in three regimes. Three governments. The prime minister will come and change, but then he was still, was still a member of cabinet. Hallelujah. So, what I am trying to share with you, we were talking about lay. Why God uses it? God uses lay people according to the talent he has given to you. But it does not mean that you are not his servant. Neither does it mean that because you are not in full-time ministry, you cannot serve God. For all the people that are mentioned in the Bible, none of them was a priest. But God referred to them as my servants. Even Nebuchadnezzar was a servant of God. Uncle Nebuchadnezzar. Uncle Nebuchadnezzar. Hallelujah. So tell anybody you can be a servant of God. Say you can be a servant of God. Tell the person, whatever you are doing, say, are you in business? Are you in school? Are you in politics? Are you in fashion? You can still be a servant of God. Yeah. That's a good message, I tell you. Hallelujah. You can still be a servant of God. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So if so, if God has not given you that ability to come full time, it does not mean that you cannot serve God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Because all the servants that I have mentioned, none of them was a full time priest. And then, but the list goes on when you read the book of Look, full time priests in those days were Elijah, Elisha, even this guy, Zerubbabel. God called seven. Zerubbabel was not, a, a, was, not, was not a priest. The priest of his day was Zachariah. David, my servant! David! I mean, what was David's job? He started as a shepherd boy. He was into farming. Then he joined the army. He was a soldier. Then he went to war. Then he, he, he won the war. Then he stood for election. Then he became the president of the country. He, I mean, when you go to Israel, the church is not called church of the, the, the church and the temple is not called David. The, 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 the place that David has his name upon is the, the parliament, the Knesset. That's where you see the star of David. He, in the, the Jews see David as their first president. They don't see him as a priest. That is why their cabinet or their congress is named the Star of David. The, the Knesset. Yes, it's, it's, it's David. The priest of the priest of David's time. When David was the president, who was the priest? I'm asking, who was the who was the pastor? I said, who was the pastor when David was there? Nathan. Nathan. Someone was, his, someone was the one who anointed me. Someone was started. Then Nathan took over. But the priest of his time was Nathan. Nathan was the one who said that the Lord spoke to me that you are sleeping. Last night, when yes, I repent. It, so, the, so his pastor, David, my servant, 
David after um, a man after my own heart. So I'm trying to share with you not pleasing to God. All the people who were pleasing to God, they were not priests. Honestly, 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 they were not. Why are you pleasing God? Because you look like people who don't serve God, people who are not priests are rather happy. God is happy with them. That ah, rather when God is listing his friends, you are not priest too. So you have to be careful. So it means that you can serve God. Amen. Total Mogu. You see, in, in the East, it, re, it, it refers to where the, the, the region comes from. We're talking about China, India, Pakistan, all that region. Number one. Hallelujah. Church, are you going to play your part? Good lay minister. Listen to me. Are you going to be a good lay singer? A good. You can be a Mogul and still serve God. You see, and it looks like God really likes, likes people who serve you, even though they are wealthy. That's why their names are mentioned. Hallelujah. Job chapter, Job chapter 36, verse 11. Now, when, see, if you obey, if you then shall, you see, if, you see, if they obey and serve him, if they obey and serve in pleasure, Somebody say amen. The Lord is telling us that and said to me, Rachel, we shall spend our days in prosperity. And if we obey. And I've shown you all the people that he called servants. They were not full-time priests. So whatever food that you are, you can do for him so that he can call you his servant then. It means that the Bible is saying that you shall spend in pleasures. Look, this verse, it is so deep, you have to understand it. to understand it. It brings depression and headache. So it is a blessing when God will enjoy what God has given you. You will be happy. May you serve him. I say may you serve of your days be in prosperity. And may he grant you the pleasures. Stand up to your feet for it. Thank you. If you obey him and serve him. Yes. Hurry up singers. Pray. Let's commit ourselves. You see, decide in your heart. That, you know, when God, when God is mentioning servants, he will mention your name. He will say, Michelle, my sin. He will say, this is my servant. This is my servant. He will say, Charles, my servant. Pray, because you shall spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Take up your cross oh, every day, every day, every day. If you serve me, you spend your days in prosperity Don't be ashamed and your years in pleasures. Thank you, Holy Spirit. To say that you know him. No matter your, your field, your area, your expertise, you can serve God, you can spend some time with God. Yes, you don't have the ability to serve full time. You don't have the grace and the skill to serve full time. But you can do something for God. You can serve. You can serve. You are a student. You can serve. You are a worker. You can serve. You are a wife. You can serve. You are a husband. You can serve. You are a child. You can serve. He can serve. And you say, if you obey, and you serve me. You will spend your days 
in prosperity and your years in pleasure. Oh, thank you today, my God. Don't be ashamed. Oh, I want to serve you, Lord. I want to work for you, Lord. I will take up my cross. I will do my best. I will go. I will come to church in the morning and I will leave in the evening. I will not come in the afternoon. On Sundays, on Sundays, I will be in the church all day. When the church door opens, I'll be here. And I'll be the last person to leave. I want to serve you. I can't come Monday. I can't come Tuesday. I can't come on Wednesday. But Lord, on Sundays, I'll be here all day. I'll be here all day to serve you. To serve you. To serve you. To serve you. Yes, Lord. I cannot be here on Wednesday morning. I cannot be here on Thursday morning. But I promise you, Lord, Sundays. I promise you Sunday, every Sunday, from 8 o'clock in the morning, till the church closes, I will be here. I will serve. I will serve in your house. I will serve in your house. Whatever they tell me to do, whatever help I can do, I will serve you. I will serve you, oh God. Count the cost. Take up your cross. Take up your cross and follow Jesus. Take up your cross, my God. Take up your cross. Oh, every day, every day, every day. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Count the cost, count the cost, count the cost. Count the cost. Take up your cross. Listen, church, let us pray. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for even the, 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 the measure of ministry you have given us. Lord, we cannot be here on Monday morning. We don't have the ability to be here on Tuesday morning. We don't have the ability to be here on Wednesday morning. On Friday morning, something else is taking our time. But Lord, we promise to serve you. We go down and we promise to serve you. On Sunday, Father, we shall serve you. We shall come here early in the morning and we'll be the last to leave. Whatever is required in your house, Lord, we will do. Oh, may we serve you. May we serve you. May we serve you. Give us the grace to serve you. On Sundays, from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same, may we be found in your house doing our best for you and serving you. For you said, if you obey and serve me, you shall spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. May our days be in prosperity. May our years be in pleasure as we commit to serve you. With whatever ministry you have given us, we may not have the ability to do it full time. But whatever ability you have given to us, may we be faithful and may we serve you. In Jesus' name I pray. And let the saints say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Tell him about you. I will serve him. Say you will serve him. Say I can't come on Monday. 
I can't be here on Tuesday. I cannot be here on Wednesday morning. On Thursday morning, I cannot be here. On Friday morning, I cannot be here. If it's Saturday morning, I cannot be here. But one thing I promise. One thing I promise. Lord, every Sunday. Every Sunday. From 8 o'clock in the morning. Are you serious? Are you promising God? From 8 o'clock in the morning. Till the church closes. I will save you. I will save you. I will do whatever I have to do. I will save you. Hallelujah. Is that a promise to God? I said, is that a promise to God? Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. And the prophecy will come to pass in your life. Amen. As you serve him, as you serve him, you will spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. Amen. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Please be seated and let's bring our first and best. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.